to the Happiest Places to Work podcast. I'm Amy Dix, international best-selling author, speaker, and founder of Choose Happy. We create and build insanely happy workforces for companies around the world. We believe that by creating better people at work, they will create better businesses and better businesses build a better world. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the most inspiring podcasts in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Hey, crazy happy people. Thanks for choosing the Happiest Places to Work podcast. I'm your host, Star Henderson. And today, for our first episode, we have the great pleasure of having the creator of Happiest Places to Work, Amy Dix from Choose Happy. Hi, Amy. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Well, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I'm happy too. And it it's is. Friday. And I, I like to say happy fire up Friday. Well, we're fired up and uh, this is a great first episode. We're going to get to learn a lot about you, what your vision is for this podcast, what you're doing, and why we're even here talking about happiness and places to work. Awesome. Awesome. I'm ready to rock and roll. All right. So tell me, first of all, the website, the landing page, the place where everybody should go. We want to get that out of the way right up front. Sure. Uh, Everything's really hosted on the Choose Happy website. So that's choose-happy.me. So choose-happy.me. And that's the brand in which supports the Happiest Places to Work podcast. Yeah. So we're choosing happy and it is Friday. Awesome. (laughs) Tell me, why is happiness important to you? Oh, that is such a loaded question. (laughs) Uh, You know, I think just I'll answer this from a general perspective, but we know that when we are happy people that we achieve more, that we're more Mm -hmm. successful. Um, But beyond that, we also know that we create more meaning in our lives. And when we create more meaning in our lives, we're more self-fulfilled. We, um, everything that we put out is at a higher level than, uh, if we don't have meaning and we're just kind of like chugging along, but you know, it's, it's a choice, hence choose happy, right? It's a choice and it's a journey Mm -hmm. that, um, we have to choose to like continue to get better at every day. Right. And so you're not just talking about happy people, but you've kind of made that bridge now to happy employees. Can you tell me, you know, I can imagine um, the more successful, more people who have more meaning in their lives. I mean, that means something. So what does it mean to the workplace? Yeah, well, we know when we have happier employees, you know, let me let me see it, say it this way. When um, we can build better people and better people build better companies and better companies build a better world. Right. So it is absolutely a full circle. And I think that one of the things that is really important to understand when it comes to happiness in the workplace and why that's important is a lot of times the focus is really on like leadership and saying, oh, well, everything rolls downhill. Right. And there's a little bit of truth to that. But I like to take the stance that it, it affects every level of the organization. So we're, we don't want to just concentrate on the managers, on the leaders, on the CEOs. We want to concentrate on the people as a whole. And I believe it is a company's responsibility 
to ensure that their employees, yeah, that they come in and they do their job, of course, right? right? And that they're productive for the company and that they check those boxes. But today, companies also have a responsibility to make those people better people, to make them better people, not only at work, but in their personal lives. Because when we build these better people personally and professionally, the ROI that companies get on the other side of it Mm. is immense. And so I think when people kind of like make that shift and understand that connection, it really changes everything and it changes the way companies think about happiness in the workplace. Got it. What are some things that you've seen companies try, both um, things that have succeeded and things that have failed? Well, I can just say, <laughs> maybe share some stories from my past experience. But, uh, you know, stories. I, yeah, <laughs> why not? I, uh, I came from a company that I absolutely loved working for. They were an electrical distributor and I worked for them for 10 years And within those 10 years, I kind of served in different functional positions. And there was a lot of things that they did really, really well. And with all companies, there were some things that I saw that, you know, we could improve on. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but overall, I would say like an amazing company to work, to work for and with. And Mm -hmm. so I learned a lot of really cool things, like when I worked there. Um, and one of the things that I think that they did such a great job doing, and we're talking about 1500 employees across mm-hmm. the United States. So yeah. not an easy feat, right? right? But you could tell when I was there, you could really feel that people felt very loyal to the company. And when you get that kind of like loyalty and you see people who have been there for 30 plus years in a lot of cases, that says a lot about the company. Right. And for me, you know, it really, I always felt like they cared about me. Like as a whole, the company mm-hmm. cared about me at every single level. Now, of course, there are things that don't work <laughs> and you can't keep 1500 employees happy and 1500 employees don't choose happiness all the time either. Right. right. So a lot of times I would see um, an employee where I quite honestly, like they would be so, I'm thinking of one in particular, she was so negative and she was so toxic to the workplace, but yet we held on to her and Mm -hmm. why, like, I always was like, how does this person have a job? Right. Like, Mm -hmm. how can, how can we allow this? How we've all met them. Oh, we've all met them. (laughs) We've all met them. And Unfortunately, the answer really was not soothing at all. It was, you know, she performs well and we may lose customers if she leaves. And so this has always stuck with me for Mm -hmm. years, for years. I was a really young manager. I didn't understand that answer. I'm still not certain that I understand it today, Mm -hmm. Um, but for years, it has like really stuck with me and thinking there has to be a better way. Like we never tried. We never tried to help. The reality is, is yeah, she was negative. But there's reasons why, right? right? There's reasons. Nobody wanted to dig into that. Nobody wanted to ask. Nobody that wanted caring to piece, Right. The caring piece that? That we talked about. Yeah. The caring piece. Exactly. Action. Yeah, like let's just ignore it and let's just grab the profit and move on, right? Mm. Now, eventually she was let go. And shockingly enough, 
we were just fine. <laughs> we did not lose customers, you know, so these kinds of things uh, do happen. But uh, those are those are always going, I think that, that always exists in the workplace, right? There's always going to be that negative person. But when we can help like focus on them as a person, because that's what I know now today is mm-hmm. personally, there were some things going on. And if we can really kind of like build that foundation as a person, then we can really start to change the work environment as well. Right. Absolutely. And so your um, theory or, um, you know, line of effort is towards choosing happy. So what if I'm that negative person at work? What do I get to do? What is part of that choosing process for me? Well, I do say it's a choice. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if I will say this too, not everybody is going to make that choice, right? Absolutely. So at some point, I think a very difficult conversation needs to happen to that negative employee in pointing out like how their behavior affects different things within the organization. Because that I don't think people realize either is sometimes when you come across a very negative person, number one, they don't know that they're toxic. Mm -hmm. They don't know that they're negative because they have such a tough shield up that they don't either see it or they don't care to see it. So that's, that's the first thing. So Mm -hmm. if you can get them to understand that what they, their behavior, how their behavior affected other things. Mm -hmm. And if you can tie it back to how it affects them, then even better, right? Right. Because now, because now you're almost allowing them or giving them reason to care. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, just by simple pointing it out, um, sometimes, you know, that could blow up, but I think what you're saying is for the most part, it ends up having a a happier outcome. People are like, oh yeah, I can choose differently. Yeah. I, again, I think you're going to have some employees that just are not in And honestly, those are tough decisions to make as a company, as Mm -hmm. leadership, but sometimes they're just not right for your organization. However, you can't, you cannot walk away as an organization and say, well, at least I didn't try, right? You have to at least try. I have seen employees change in front of my eyes and it's such an amazing feeling when you were on the other side of that and you helped them to become a better person and you helped them to see what it is that they didn't see before, because it not only helps your organization, but it also like internally, um, it also helps like from an external standpoint, from a customer service standpoint, from a vendor relations standpoint, like all of these perceptions are affected. And I don't know about everyone listening here, but Mm -hmm. I'm sure most people can raise their hand and say, like, I don't care how big your industry is. It's always a small industry. Like people (laughs) always talk. Right. right? Yeah. (laughs) There's enough communication that goes on and you don't want to be known like as the company who has like the really terrible employees who don't care or have a horrible work environment. No, that's not uh, good for business. Like you said, a pretty poor ROI, but this, this concept for me is not hard to understand. I mean, if you just think about it at an individual level, you're having a bad day. Someone asks you how you're doing or why you're having a bad day. And there is a switch that is, you know, opened up to be flipped and you can turn around and, and both, you know, choose happy for that journey forward. 
Um, yeah, it's not a hard concept, um, but I'll go back to choice for a moment um, because you just said it, right? Like right. I'm going to choose in that moment. Uh, sometimes we have to be, it has to be laid out in front of us though to even know that we do have a choice or understand like, okay, in this moment, Mm -hmm. I am not making the right choice. Right. And that's not to say that you can't have a bad day. Like you have a bad day. You're having a bad day. (laughs) So happiness is not like, Oh, I'm having a bad day, but I'm just going to pretend that it's a great day today at work. Like that's not what happiness is. It's not fake. Right. Right. So that's fake happiness. Uh, there's, there is a term for that. I'm trying to like find it in my brain here at the moment, but, um, (laughs) but, um, but that's false happiness. And so it's okay. If you have a bad day, it's okay to have a bad day. And, you know, I say that we live in moments, we have long moments, short moments, good moments and bad moments. Um, You know, we just want to make sure that most of life moments are fantastic and happy and full of joy and full of meaning and um, identifying like when you are having a bad day and what you need to do to kind of just like flip that switch. And it could be as easy as an employee coming to your office or to, to your desk or over Zoom or whatever it is, and just making you laugh. Right. Yeah. And then that changes your whole day. And that's, that works too. Yeah, that it does. I've, yeah, we've both been products of that for sure. Yes. Um, so you're building better people and you're helping businesses be better businesses. Um, what are some other ways that you're working um, with those businesses? I saw on Choose Happy that um, you do speaking and you have happy hour. Um, I even saw you're building the happiest place over at Facebook. So tell me a little bit about these efforts and these programs you have going on. Yeah. So let's start with the happiest group on Facebook. So it's just that it's called the happiest group on Facebook. And that's, that's what our, it's pretty simple. That's what our mission is. Yes. Is to be the happiest group on Facebook and uh, share a lot of those, that positive psychology and happiness and joy being like the best version of you. And uh, so that's a lot of fun over in that group. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, uh, we also host a happy hour, which is really for all like CEOs, leaders, happiness advocates, HR directors to really come together on a virtual happy hour and learn about what is working today, right? right. Like as mm-hmm. we see it right now in 2021, what is working today in the workplace for happiness, joy, productivity, employee retention, all company culture, like all these really, really great topics. Mm-hmm. But in addition to that, like what I've learned over my career is that connections, and it's actually a pillar, I write about it in my book as, as one of the pillars of happiness, mm-hmm. is connections is being able to connect with other happy advocates of workplaces from around the world. So mm-hmm. we, um, one of our latest happy hours, we had three different countries represented oh, on that cool. happy hour. So how cool to be like, be able to connect with another happiness advocate out of Australia, you know? Sure. What are you doing over there? <laughs> land of down under to, uh, to create happy workplaces. And so there's that component of it too. So I, I like to say that it's like a networking group reimagined, mm-hmm. but, uh, the focus obviously is on happiness in the workplace. I saw that, um, you spelled happy with the, the two E's at the end. So do you want to talk quickly about the, um, 
the different discussions that you're having over there around HAPPY, H-A-P-E-E? Sure. H-A-P-E-E is an acronym. So um, it stands for kind of our different cornerstones of happiness and happy workplace. So as we build and do the happy workplace workshop, we focus on these six things, which is happiness, altruism, personal expression, passion, enlightenment, and equality. So those are the six kind of components mm-hmm. that um, that we're constantly like teaching on uh, for happy employees. Nice. Yeah. And I skipped that first, that first P. So happy H-A-P-P-E-E. That's you know, right. <laughs> happy hour. So you mentioned a book. Um, do you have a couple of minutes to talk about the, the books both yeah. that you've done? Sure. Yeah. So my first book was uh, called Brand New You, Your Must Have Guide to a Profitable, Influential, Kick-Ass Brand. <laughs> and it's really for people who uh, understand like how we can build businesses and scale businesses based on psychology. So really connecting, it's really all about connecting with your audience and connecting mm-hmm. with your customers and building that brand around your customers so that it's um, like focused on the outside instead of focused on the inside. Okay. And then the second book I wrote is called Seven More Days, Live a Life That is Bursting with Positivity and Happiness Before It's Too Late. And that is all around the science of happiness. And it's really told through the story of my mom's life and death. And, um, and at, a, at a bigger scale, like about positivity, like mm-hmm. how can we, and what is the science behind being a positive person? Like, what does that look like? How can we achieve it in life? And when we achieve it, like then ultimately, what does that mean? And ultimately it means greater happiness, right? So hence here we are uh, talking about happiness. Right. And so you said ultimately um, about happiness, but a happier world, happier individuals make happier businesses. And from here to Australia, it sounds like a happier world, at least. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Creating a happy world. I mean, that is the mission, right? To make a difference in the world, but to make a positive difference in the world. And I think that companies in general um, can make a difference in this world, whether you're a company that like has a world difference making mission mm-hmm. or you're an electrical distributor, let's say, right. Yeah. Like you still can make a difference in this world. And if nothing else, the easiest way to make a difference in the world is to focus on your employees and to focus on creating that happy work environment, that happy workplace, building those happy employees, because that is just going to trickle and trickle and trickle. And it's just a snowball effect. And together we can all create a happier world and make a difference in the world. And that ultimately is what it's all about. Uh, That altruistic component, that pillar you were talking about. Yes. All right. So curveball for you. Um, If happy were a color, what color would it be? Uh, I'm going to say today, today, as you ask me this question, I'm going to say, cause I'm wearing it, which is like this bright Royal blue. Yeah, it's And, uh, the reason I want to say that is because one, it's bright, mm-hmm. uh, two, I just think that like, anytime, anytime I wear it, somebody always says something like, Oh, I love that blue. Right. And so that always makes me feel good. Uh, so that makes me happy. I will say, because in my first book, uh, I write about color psychology. Mm. So 
based on the science, I will say that uh, yellow is actually your go-to um, color that represents happiness and joy. That makes sense. Sunshine, sunshiny yellow. Yeah. Right. It's a bright spot in your day. Yes. Yeah. Why not? All right. So um, you already mentioned connection several times. So I want to um, let our audience know how they can connect with you, how they can connect with your different groups and your efforts. So if you can just tell us um, about all of the channels and maybe um, share which one you'd prefer to be connected with on. <laughs> well, I am an open book, <laughs> as I say. So anyone can find me on social media. All my social tags are at Amy in Dick, so A-M-Y-N-D-I-X. Okay. Uh, so anyone can connect with me that way. Of course, choose happy at choose-happy.me. And then from there, you can go down any rabbit hole you want to go down <laughs> and find a ton of different information. So any of those ways, but you know, I'm always just open and happy to talk to other people who are as passionate about this as I am. So I'm I'm here for anyone. Great. Okay. So thank you, Amy. Um, thanks for being the mastermind behind this podcast. I'm really looking forward to bringing um, our different businesses uh, to the fore and showing um, everybody how being happy at work helps the world and why the culture, um, company culture is important. So thank you. Thank you for your time. And uh, we just uh, look forward to choosing happy. Fire awesome. up Friday. <laughs> happy Fire Up Friday. <laughs> thanks. You're welcome. Thank you. Amy Dix here. Thank you so much for listening to the Happiest Places to Work podcast. If you are a CEO, HR director, or wellness director for a successful company and would like to be on this program, please visit choose-happy.me slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on social. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag happiest places to work podcast. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, choose-happy.me or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram at Amy N. Dix. Thanks for listening. This is Amy Dix and we will see you next time.